You are locked into the Simply Greg Show every Saturday from 10 to 12 p.m. Hello and welcome to the Simply Greg Show. As you already know, the Simply Greg Show is all about elevating the mind and inspiring the community by spotlighting hidden gems in the community. And that's basically ordinary people doing extraordinary things. So basically every week we have an amazing guest who's been through a challenging situation and has a message to share. And um, they basically speak to us about their challenging circumstances and also the things that they were able to put in place in order to be where they are today. Today, I've got an amazing guest. I've got the pleasure of speaking with Nina Cabeza. Hello, hello. Oh my God, the energy is alive. So I have to keep the energy going. Hi, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Can't complain at all. Now, for those who don't know, Nina basically is an author amongst many other things that she's um, obviously doing uh, currently at the moment. She's the author of A Woman Like Me, um, which is an amazing kind of um, book, which um, describes just uh, the journey that she's been through, which she's going to obviously share with us as well, which has led her to being here. And she's also got um, an award that she's actually bringing up uh, award ceremony itself which is Badma uh, uh, Awards um, which is just highlighting the good men out there and celebrating the good men within our community and that's what made me think okay (laughs) why you a woman going back to celebrate the men like what is the story behind that but Mm -hmm. she's gonna let us know without further ado so uh, Nina yeah just give us an insight on who you are your journey that led you to being where you are right now and also having to write the book a woman like me okay so first of all may Mm. i introduce myself yeah sure i'd like to do that (laughs) i am nina cabeza a british congolese Mm. you know i'm a founder a Mm. ceo of a non-for-profit organization called mother of nations yeah okay Uh, i'm an author like you said an actress a singer a credit life coach and i'm also an ESOL teacher okay amazing pretty much a lot yes and i'm also an amazing mother of six children i'm not complaining three kids three boys and three girls girls yeah Yeah. so not complaining at all (laughs) so actually i'm sure when they're getting on your nerves or running around the house it's like (laughs) oh my god not complaining honestly been there done that yeah worn the the t-shirt that's it (laughs) so i am not complaining yeah however you asked me you know about my journey and what exactly is it that led me to here well actually i've gone through quite a lot I don't want to touch too much a bit because I know yeah. we're going to talk about it later. Yeah. But I'm the kind of person that always say that my life, mm. how can I say, is like, you know when you're, you're running in um, athletics, running in hurdles, right? Mm. It's like you got over one hurdle mm. and you think, yay, I've done it, it's finished. Mm-mm. There's another one. There's another one coming. So I've gone through so many mm. hurdles in my life. And as young as seven, wow. okay, that's how it started. Wow. And having to deal with all of that. And I think it's just the resilience in me. You know, mm. I just never give up. It's like life knocks you down. You get up like, no, I'm not going to give up. I'm still breathing. Mm. I have to go. And the recent one was actually last year. I was in a coma for two days. Wow. Okay. Wow. So it's just one after another. Mm. But I'm hoping last year was the last one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I cannot yeah. go through 
anything anymore but you know what saying that though you know you'll probably go through something oh. else but but i believe that i i think everything else has been practiced uh, to make you the strong woman that you are today absolutely I actually and then agree you're just gonna you. be like this is yeah, nothing i actually agree with you if there's anything that comes my way now i yeah. think what i've learned is i know how to get over it quicker mm. nothing shakes me anymore fear has been departed from me mm. forever because I actually posted it out the other day as well, saying that um, even some of the challenges that I've discovered along just growing and improving anything mm-hmm, I do, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, one of the things that's occurred to me is that you're never really out of problems no. to deal with. No. Um, you just get better at dealing with them. You know that's it. And that's just it. So it's don't, about getting better. It's like changing that mindset that yeah. oh, I'm never going to, I'm going to reach a stage where there's not going to be any problems. Yeah. You're lying to yourself. Y- yeah. You like, really lying to there is, That does not happen in life. <laughs> no. Unfortunately, if only we were taught that, yeah. you know, I think we would have been well prepared. But I think we live in a society where they feed us a lot of make-believe, mm. dreams and stuff and things. So life is a journey. Yeah. And that's crazy because it's, it's like the, you say, if only they taught us that because I, I understand that. Or I believe that if the more you have that understanding that it's not really about looking for no problems, but Mm -hmm. being good at handling your problems, you now create um, an aura of just being at peace within yourself as well, irrespective of what you go through, rather than you're looking for the lack of existence of problems. And then the problem comes, you're like, oh, is my life ever going to be like, and then you're always perpetually just going to be upset because you're looking for that yeah you're just looking for something to say you're looking for that light at the end of a tunnel when it doesn't you are the light you oh gosh you just touched (laughs) it i was just about to say you are the light yes you're absolutely (laughs) right you see so you're just finishing all the sentences that is it so you you know another thing is what you have to know is people need to learn yeah this really needs to be learned to choose the battles okay because there are some people that throw themselves at things that they don't need to very true so very one, true. one part of understanding how to deal with problems in life is choosing i love that we, we've, we, she's taken it to church we've gone in, we've gone in before we've even <laughs> <laughs> like, that. It's, it's, that one is a must you have to choose because that, even when, when she's saying that as well i think about it to myself how i've grown and developed this yeah. because i've known what battles to choose and where to kind of rest myself That's it. because my energy is not going to be exerted with every battle mm-mm, mm-mm. it's like some battles i look at them like this is small mm. and you know when Love people it. feel yeah mm. and you know when there's times when people are like ah, oh, <laughs> like they've got no movement from me for that so they think ah oh, yes no you have to know when a giant knows how to just chill absolutely well certain things you know absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm a giant i'm at that stage in my life where it's like it's like what's the, you know what's the word i'm trying to use gosh i don't want to speak in in my other languages but i'm thinking of it in my other languages yeah but I can't speak in your mother tongue. What is it? <laughs> what, what do you want to bring in French no, lingo? Familiarity. Okay. So when you yeah. have the familiar familiarities, yeah. yeah, I don't like that because mm. it's a sign that people are not growing. So you be around people and they keep doing the same thing, the same thing, the same, thing, and they cl- complain about the same thing, the same thing. So mm. you reach a stage where it's like, okay, all right. No problem. And it's cool. And it's actually nice. One of the nicest things is when you grow and develop to a point where you're able to find that peace in the yes. midst of a, everything else going on. Like you're saying, in that, oh, okay, cool. Okay, cool. And just learning to detach 
your emotional connection to a situation. That one. She said that one. That one. She that one. <laughs> that one the detachment. Yeah. You mentioned, and that's what I did last year when I was in the coma in the hospital. Yeah. You know, hospital is, is scary as it is anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we were in the peak of COVID. And you're waking up from the coma and it is telling you what happened and they slashed you open to take your child out. Your child is in another hospital. Wow. And they're bringing you all these news about, oh, his leg is this. Wow. And I was like, okay. Wow. I really had that peace. And to this day, I don't know what well, happened. But from that moment, from my stillness, my not worrying, my like, okay, whatever. Mm. I came out of there so quick. We came out of there so quick. And today, a year on, we're looking back. It's like, did I just... Go through that, yeah? Go through that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, so it is the peace. It is the detachment. You need to be detached with your problem because I think the inside peace, when you develop it, mm. it becomes like your, your safe heaven. That's it, that's it, that's so it. So we're not supposed to go out we're supposed to go in, in. that's it that's it to so build once that. you learn that you're right that's yeah. it that's it regardless of what happens now this is a woman who's obviously been through a lot like you think you've been you know like sometimes when we think that we, <laughs> our problems are worse look i'm about to make you feel better about your life right <laughs> you know when people do that yeah. i'm so terrible and yeah, then you hear yeah, someone yeah. else and that's why it's not good to complain about your own thing no, because there's always no. even for yourself as well of you course, told me on the phone yeah. she told me some of the things she's yeah. been through i was nearly in tears and then she was like you know, i've heard some someone things that i've heard i'm like oh my god mine is okay yeah yeah it's 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 just one of those you learn to finally appreciate that yeah you've been chosen for that issue to be yeah. the solution deal with it and you've had to learn a lot man but for the fact that you said that you started from the age of seven, seven. like and the challenges have continued talk mm -hmm. us through some of the challenges you've been through that led you to being as strong as you are right now one of the challenges is accepting myself. Mm. You know, I went through phases where I hated myself. I didn't think I was worth it. I just thought like, you know, I'm already a damaged good anyway. These were the things in my head mm. because of what had happened. So it's, it was very challenging. I used to be much, much tomboy, believe mm. it or not, irrespective of the heels I'm wearing today <laughs> and the makeup I've got on. Yeah. But I was a tomboy. So I had to learn how to be a woman. Mm. And it was like I was detached with that side. Why was that? I was because I was gang raped at the age of seven. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I was gang raped. So I felt because I was a woman, that's what I was raped. Wow. So if I decide to walk as a tomboy and detach my femininity, yeah. it will push all the men's oh, wow. away from me. Never thought about that. No, so that's that. That was me. So trying to remove away your femininity so that you don't attract that. That's it. Experience that you went through. Yeah. Wow. So this with all the things because at the time obviously you don't get to know. That's what happened because well, you know there's something bad and then later on in my teenagers year when I was here now in the UK. Yeah. I found out that what happens what happened. Yeah. It hits you again. Okay. Because I just went through a 10 year of depression. Wow. But I didn't know mm. I was going through depression. Mm. Because again, African community don't really understand much about yeah. depression and mental challenges and stuff. So it's until I came out of it, then I knew that I was depressed. Wow. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. So it's just one of those things. So since then I made a promise and I made a vow that Everything I had to go through by myself, mm. 
I will do organization or help people go through it. I don't want no one to go through it by mm-hmm. themselves because it's challenging. I was suicidal multiple times. I've been through abuse in relationship multiple mm. times. So it's you attract what you feel on the inside. Wow. And I was actually talking about that last time that, um, you know, sometimes we don't actually have control of what happens to us when we're young, but we no. come into this world, which is already a broken world. And now mm-hmm. we have to take the responsibility oh, of yes. fixing ourselves mm-hmm. when someone else is the one that just like messed us. It's like, what? Like you come into this world That's just it. unfair already. It's like, and, and, and it's funny you should say that it's someone else's act who did it. Yeah. But I have to be the person to now. Yeah. It, you see, and that taught me one thing that what an external person can do if I accept it, yeah. I take it in. Yeah. See, I was young, I didn't know what it was, but now that I'm in a better place, it's like when people do me wrong now, it's like it's on you. Mm. I'm not taking that. Yeah, that's and right. And then I that's walk right. away. So that's I refuse right. to feel anyhow they want to make me feel. Yeah. I so I, I see what you're saying. Because you're young at that age, you <laughs> yeah, mean, because it's, you, you, it was beyond your consciousness because you wasn't really that conscious at that time. No, because... So I've now it's part you, of your It's history. like you don't even know. Also, how does a seven-year-old even know and in fact i couldn't even approach my parents mm. because we lived in <laughs> we lived in a nation where a young child for you to even just say that thing there mm. the first thing would be where did you get that from i'll first of all get a whooping mm. for speaking before. those things before they could believe me mm. wow and how did that affect you later on in life because that was the start of you know the challenges and which kind of like impacted you in many me. different ways. How did. did that affect you down the line? And what were some of the challenges that you faced along the way because of that start? It, the effect was really, really, really obvious in the lot. I mean, before that incident, I was a very bubbly person, out mm. in, going, you know, and church activities and stuff. Mm. But when that happened, I became very quiet. Mm. I wasn't talking much. Because it's like, I felt like something in me was like crying out. Or maybe I think the shock I went through when all those things were happening, I think I just went in. Mm. So I've, I've been in for a while. So wow. because I was in for a while, it's like, yeah, everybody saw me. Yeah, I came into UK. I went to school. Mm. I went here. I went there. I was present, but absent. But not really, yeah. See, so it affected me in ways like everything that happened to me right up until the moment I realized what was happening is... I was inside mm. of me. Mm. And whatever I was presenting in front was not me. Yeah. So you was just getting on with life. Yeah. But I wasn't really. But you wasn't really present. Myself. Mm. And I know this. like Because it's like any little things like I walk. It's like there's just, there was no feelings. There was no, how can I say? There's just nothing was just there. Yeah. You see, nothing was just there. So your soul was literally snapped away from you because it's kind of like you're just getting on with a mundane process yeah. of, of life. So it became just like a normal thing. Like what I'm doing is just what people are supposed to do. Okay, if I get into a relationship, yeah, everybody's getting into a relationship. So let me just but get into a relationship. But I was never connecting in my relationship. That probably would explain why I've got six kids for six different men. Wow. So that from early, this is crazy because from early, mm. that's almost like come and altered the trajectory of your future almost without your consent at first yeah 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 to then you have to go through adolescence and discovery yeah in that process yeah 
it's like first coming to it's emotion. Problem. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you first have to come to emotional intelligence to acknowledge first what you're going through. Yeah. And have the consciousness of it. Yeah. And then understand what happened in order to now address that in order to grow and flourish as a woman during your moments of adolescence as well. I didn't do that. Wow. I didn't do that. So it's like I always felt like I always tell people sometimes it feels like I've part of my year is like non-existent. Mm. It's like I was just this machine just Mm. moving and moving and trying. yeah, Yeah. Trying. You know, to leave as normal as I possibly can, but still hiding on the inside. And how did this now, that um, impact everything else that you did? You know, you was withdrawn. Did you, was there anyone you spoke to or told about or? My turnaround was, I believe, when I was um, pregnant with my fourth child. Mm. That was my turnaround. And I went into... A church and I spoke to obviously at that time I'd already been born again mm. then I had an interview with the pastor you know how they do it like when you come into church mm. they want to know about you mm. then I was pregnant and they wanted to know who are you mm. where you coming from and stuff so I told them so it was the the father of the person I told them what's happened they're like what mm. and this pastor was actually a doctor as well so he's the one that signposted me mm. to therapy yeah so he signposted me to therapy near my place then I had to wait till I give birth first. Mm. Then when I gave birth on the fourth uh, child, then yeah, I started, you know, going through all over again. Yeah, the therapy. Because I did try therapy before when I was about uh, 16, but I didn't like it because mm. I think I was just 16. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Think you were just like, no, I don't want to know. Because at that time, obviously, I had no boyfriend or nothing. So I don't want to be talking about <laughs> certain things. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. It's, yeah, like, it's no, true, it's true. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. But then it took that fourth pregnancy and everything else. So that's where it all started. Then I went in for like three and a half years. I never left my house. Mm. When I started In terms of within yourself, withdrawn. Yeah. You know? So okay. I had to face whatever the demon was. and I By didn't, yourself. Yeah, I did not. Because I'm one of those persons who was like, I've made peace with God and I said, I can understand you've allowed this to happen. It's fine. Now I know, but I want to deal with this demon because Mm. I don't want to keep bleeding on people anymore. Mm. Because at that stage, I felt like four kids, four different men, you know, yes, maybe it may not be something I physically have done, but it definitely has to be spiritual. Mm. Okay. Because I don't understand why it's happening. Mm. I don't understand why this man kept going after I'm three months pregnant. It's like something is going on. Mm. So I stayed in for like three and a half years and I wasn't seen in my house. I was, I was in my house, but in the room. Mm. So people will come in the room, they would go and speak to everybody else, but I stayed in that room. I would move around the house, go have a shower in the yeah, room. Yeah. I refused to look outside. Wow. I said, Lord, I need you now. And I remember is that my mom was really concerned, bless her. Yeah. Because you're thinking, your daughter is just like 30 in her early 30s. Mm. And you're like, you're wasting your time. You need to get a husband. I'm like, Mama, don't want to I don't even want to hear that. That's that's not the thing I want to hear right now. Okay. I've got the kids, it's already there, it's fine. God will have to do God will, you know. She was like, Oh yeah, everybody, the moms, everybody like, oh, you know. And I'm like, you know what? You lot are seeing me now. I don't even look my age. Just allow mm. it, leave me. But mm. you're young. You're a woman. Mm. You know, African. Yeah. <laughs> so I stayed there and I'm glad I did. Mm. I've exper- I experienced a lot of spiritual stuff when I was there. Supernatural, should I say. Mm. And 
I remember coming out and I said, okay, right now I'm going to go out. So when I left my house and I went to the bus stop, it's like everybody and me kept staring at me. Wow. And that scared me. That was the feeling that you had that made yeah. me, okay. I'm mm. like, why are they all looking at me for? Yeah. But I, for, I forgot that I did not step out my house yeah, for, for a while. Yeah. So anxiety mm. crept in. And mm. I didn't know it was anxiety. Mm. So I started being, when people looking at me, I'm just like, oh my God, oh my God, no stop panicking. Me, yeah. You know, and I just started going. And then I saw a doctor and they said, and then you're, you're just panicking. Mm. And they didn't even know what was happening. And they're like, you're just panicking because you've not done this for a while. That's what happened. Mm. So just relax and see. So that's, that's, that's how it started. So I carried on, decided to live a particular lifestyle. Mm. You know, I refuse relationship. I refuse all form of relationship, mm. as in relationship, as in male and female. Yeah, yeah. So I kept going until the pressure now on family was too much. Okay. Because they just find it hard that you're young girl mm. with kids, you don't have a guy. Mm. You know, what's this? Mm. People gonna say this. People gonna say that. What you know? And I'm like, oh. And then one of my mom's friends introduced me to somebody mm. and stuff and I'm like okay okay let me just go and try mm-hmm. let me try <laughs> I did try it didn't work <laughs> and then I tried again so about three times you know I've tried and it still did not work because and then I realised I was just doing it because the people around to me to appease everyone else yeah they, they're complaining and you know you're thinking okay then you know in Africa you always have to say that sometimes you have to just listen to your elders mm-hmm. but I'm the kind of person I'll say okay I know it's not gonna work yeah but, but I will gonna, listen. Yeah, yeah. And then when I listen, yeah. you see that I'm polite yeah. and I've listened and it yeah. did not work. You will now leave me make my choice. <laughs> all right. Because I had nothing she to says, lose. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I did that. So that's how my other two beautiful children came about. Yeah. And it didn't work. So I'm here on the road again. And yeah. now nobody in the family is telling me what to do. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now, wow. now is my choice. Yeah. When I'm ready, I will then come to them and say, hey guys, mm. today's today. That's <laughs> I'm ready. She said, I'm so ready. Huh? That's it. So right now, I'm relaxed. I'm following my career. I'm following everything, helping people as much as I can. My eldest yeah. daughter is 19. Yeah. And my youngest is one. Amazing. So... I'm busy yeah, with the kids. Yeah. So if God bless me on that area, glory yeah. to God. If not, that's not my focus. Mm. I'm just here to want to help as many people as I can. But that says a lot in itself about you, the journey you've been through, what you've picked up and how you've just developed the, the level of strength, you know, yeah. to own your story, own what happened to you in the past and mm-hmm. and also kind of like reflect on that as well in order to make you a better person because mm. It's one thing to go through something and it's another thing to now identify how do you take responsibility in yes. order to grow. Yeah. You know, because otherwise you would always be in battle yeah. with your past, with the situation. But yeah. your past is also part of your identity because it's the makeup of who you are right now. Of course. I won't be where I am today without them, that mm. past. I mean, it's funny because today uh, in the morning as I was writing my blog, um, my website and something clicked in I'm saying oh yeah if I was to be asked given another chance mm. to live life would you live this life again I said oh yeah mm. but ask me that 20 years ago I say no no you see because I'm at the stage where I now have to appreciate my past mm. because my past made me who I am today mm. 
you see, the knowledge, the wisdom, everything, mm. the strength, the mental strength. Mm. Let me just emphasize mental yeah, strength. Because time. many people would not have coped. Yeah, they would have broken down during that yeah. period of time. It's the mental strength for me that did it for me. And it's like exercise now. Yeah. Yeah. And what were some of the mental battles that you was going through during that period of time? I mean, that's quite a space of time from young to being older. And then even like you're saying, then you're seeing that your relationships are not working from one. And it's not just one boyfriend to the next, it's, mm-hmm. but also the children's kids parents left. and yeah. pe- kids mm-hmm. left. So that's a part of your history. It's a part of your journey. Yeah. That is, you know, for others, they can break up with someone and move and on. Move but on. it's like I you are still yeah. taking everything I on felt, board. I felt like I was being punished for something. Wow. Karma karma ways i feel like okay maybe there's a karma going on here yeah you know but then again it wasn't i just feel blessed at the moment actually because it's like every situation especially in my relationship is like when somebody does you wrong like you said without a kid you can move away Mm. easily Mm. but then i'm like kids were always being left behind i'm like god what did you try to do yeah but today it makes sense because when you have a kid with someone Mm. And you're not together, mm. whether you like it or not, whether you moved on to different partners, mm. it's for life. That's it. It's for life. That's it. That's it. So in a way, these people, mm. I had to come to the point where I had to accept them as mm. part of my life for life. That's it. That's it. So anyone who will want to be near me, mm. we have to know that these people mm. are like my family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They you are. know, whether they you are. like it or not, they yeah. may not be close to me, but they're family. Yeah, yeah. Because I share kids with them but how would you uh, i'm guess you're gonna give us quite a few practical tips on the next <laughs> side of her yeah because <laughs> i'm getting yes. you guys can see it i'm just yeah. getting into it. i'm like like because i'm very insightful like that because because in the way i see it in every one person i'm speaking to you i can almost see another 10 women with who are going through certain different aspects of that you know the makeup breakup there's probably one person's like you know the you know being with or baby mom or drama baby father drum then there's that aspect there's like 10 different books in there (laughs) you know so in my head i'm just like which title did i go for which Ah, there's a lot (laughs) the baby mama thing i mean when it comes to kids i always advise women and i tell them and all my baby fathers can can literally come and say this if Mm. i'm lying but i've never been disrespectful i love that to them publicly love love that Publicly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me emphasize. In her publicly. Own room, she's like, <laughs> <laughs> publicly. Doing a dance to it. I mean. And <laughs> even if I'm talking about a relationship that really ended up wrong yeah. publicly, I don't name names. That's it. That's even it. if people know, no, it's fine, but I won't name names. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I have great respect for them. Even though they don't, they never. You're not had gonna name me, but you me. know that one, yeah. You know <laughs> number four. Yeah? I'm not gonna name. Listen, you know, it gets, uh. it gets more interesting. I even did a song for a category of some of those people called Jerome. So now yeah. every time the people hear Jerome, they know yeah. who I'm yeah. talking about, right? So we categorize them Into those one kind person, yeah. of men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So that's me. So that's how I do my part, my venting with them, you know. Yeah. And things. But on the real, they like kids. Mm. I always say these men 
come out of a woman. Mm, that's it. That's so it, there's a time it. and a point where I will have that's to it. put my mother's hat on. That's it. That's it. That's and then it. treat them like children that's and it, forgive that's it. and let them go. Wow. This is what you're definitely going to talk to us about as well on the other side of the break. Just learning yes. to love, forgive and let go, which are powerful things, which is easier said than done. You yep. know, and especially um, not to speak ahead of time, but loving yourself, that one forgiving others and learning mm-hmm. to let go of your past. Yeah. These things are some big things that, you know, only can come from, you know, someone who's experience. also, yeah, been through that experience to kind of give us the insights, almost like, um, you know, seeing you it from your eyes. Yourself. You have to love yourself. I think for me is because I love myself. Mm. Yeah. You know, but you have to. You've had to develop that. Because I had to develop. You that didn't feel therapy. like that about yourself no, when you looked at I hated yourself. Myself. You know, when I look in the mirror, I'm like, the one thing that could have made me worthy to my husband was taken without my consent. So, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, I'm just a garbage. Yeah. I'm just something. You know, people could just do whatever they want. You know, that's wow. how I felt. But when I started now finally knowing my value and identify that it had nothing to do with me, what happened to me. Mm. I own it and I just stood up and I pick up the carriage and I said, okay, I repackage myself, love myself. There was a lot of affirmation, mm. still are today, every day. There was a lot of tears, mm. a lot of waking up in the middle of the night just crying for no reason. Mm. <laughs> I can't deal with it anymore. Literally. Do you understand? So literally. it was literally like that. Always waiting when the kids go to sleep, mm. pretend to go out for a walk at night time in the middle of the night, but really you just go and blaze up a cigarette. To yeah, smoke. yeah, literally. I'm She's bringing real. it home. She is All bringing right. it home. And knock, knock who's there. It's me. I'm home. Period. <laughs> you know, so my mom already discovered through one of my books that, oh, I used to be a smoke. My uncle also discovered we went out somewhere and he called me outside. Mm. You smoke? I said, yeah. Yeah. Leave that on. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> literally. <laughs> so that's how it is. So whatever I could do, obviously I've never done drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done one thing, Balala. Yeah. Okay, so others, no. Yeah. So it's like whatever I could get to cope mm, in, in that, that period season, of time, yeah. I will cope. Yeah. I will not um, deny myself from mm, doing that. Mm. Obviously, for me, it was mainly just cigarette mm. and maybe drinking, but not too heavily drinking. Mm. But all of these things of which... At that period of time, because you were none the wiser, you was trying to find other exits to help alleviate the pain and give you some sense of peace mm-hmm. in that moment mm-hmm. because you wasn't as developed or strong mentally no. as you are now no. to now know how to address through these um, yeah. particular issues and journeys of life, which it, it, it it's not easy, but it no. takes... You know, it takes time. And when you obviously invest in yourself as well, um, which you're going to talk to us later on as well, the spark that made you want to look internally to Mm. now look at how do you take control of something that is out of your control in order for you to grow within a situation and build the life that you want. So that's what we're going to do after this break. Um, um, So Nina is just going to explain to us about uh, learning to love forgive and let go love yourself forgive others and let go of your past don't touch that dial simply greg see you on the other half you are locked into the simply greg show every saturday from 10 to 12 p.m